When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's about to get real with the MTV original reality TV star OG, John and Beth, as they chat with great guests to discuss reality TV, music, pop culture, and real world life. Pick up your phone and go to wherever you get your podcasts. Search for Getting Real with John and Beth. Turn it up. Getting Real starts now. So, John, have you heard about this new reality show coming out called House of Villains? No, I have not. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it's it's going to be airing soon. And apparently it's the most notorious villains of reality TV. I wonder who's going to be on that. Well, you should be on that. You are the villain of, of the <laughs> challenge. And, and some would say even the real world. I mean, I've lived with you twice on the real world. I've been a partner with you on, on the challenge. And you're, you're a villain, to be honest. Oh, my well, gosh. Are, are you cast on the show? No, I am not cast on the show. I mean, it would be kind of fun to do, I guess. They missed the mark. You would be, you would be the shoe in for this. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or not, John. I don't know. But we have somebody today who is definitely not a villain. She is one of the most loved OG real world and challenge cast members. And think back that you remember you remember how, you know, when we met each other on the real world, we we were awkward and shook hands and you brought your cat and we played pool and waited for them to one by one show up. We were all real nervous, it was a little awkward. It was totally awkward. In this particular season, the Hawaii season, the first two roommates showed up to the house and they get completely naked and skinny dip before the <laughs> third roommate shows up to the house. I couldn't imagine <laughs> finding my roommate being first introduced to my roommate, like completely naked in the swimming pool, skinny dipping with another roommate. That would be unbelievable. That would be an unbelievable introduction. But with no further ado, who do we have today? On today's show, we definitely do not have a villain. We have one of the most loved OG cast members from the real world and the challenge shows. This woman is an icon. She's an icon. If you think of the real world and you're thinking about, you know, faces that come to mind, I mean, her name is definitely in the top 
five. Oh, you're you're leaving say. me in suspense. Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? It is Ruthie from the real world, Hawaii. Welcome, Ruthie, Ruthie. our dear friend. Aloha. <laughs> Ruthie, what I, I, I got to ask you, Ruthie, how did MTV end up finding you for the show? Actually, they didn't find me. I found them. I actually oh. sent in an email because it was already they were done with casting. And I never really watched the show at all. But I, you know how you know a show, but, you, but you, you don't watch it, but you know about it. And I was in college and there was a commercial that came on the TV. So I went to the computer lab. That's how long ago it was on my college campus at Rutgers University. And I sent in an email and told them why they wanted me. And next thing you know, I got a phone call a couple of days later and they wanted to know everything about me, even though it was already done with casting. They said, if, if you sent in a tape and you change your address, email us. And then that's how I found my, my in. <laughs> and I didn't so send you, in the tape. You, you bumped somebody. So they were already I, cast, but you bumped yeah. somebody out. I wonder what happened to that person. Well, Mikey Glazer was a production assistant at the time, and he was under Matt Kunitz, who was the executive producer. And he told me at the rap party of our show, he's like, I can't wait to tell you the story of how you got cast. And he was like, I was erasing emails all day long. And I just so happened to read two emails. And one of them was you. And you said, I sent you a tape. I don't think you got it, but this is why you want me. And he was like, I couldn't stop reading. It was only like two and a half paragraphs. And he was like, immediately I showed it to Matt Kunitz. And Matt Kunitz is like, call her. <laughs> oh my. Wow. So you bumped somebody. I wonder if whoever you bumped. I did. Put on I know who I bumped. Oh, oh, who? I know who I bumped. Who was it? Who was, 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 it? Who was it? it? It was a girl named Lisa who was on some kind of other reality show. Some kind of, I don't know. I forgot the name of the reality show, but it was kind of like, you know, one of those shows later on after our show. And her name was Lisa. And they said they bumped her because she was an alcoholic and they put me in. <laughs> well, so imagine the irony when I partied my ass off. <laughs> yeah. Cause, naked. Cause, yeah. Yeah. What, what caused or you? Or as you would say, naked. What, <laughs> yeah. Putting the South, you're naked. What, what caused you to say, hey, this is you know, a television show and I'm meeting my roommates. This is going to be really awkward. I know what I'll do. Let's skinny dip until the rest of them show up. How, how did that I wish, I wish I had, I had the paper with me. I have it actually laminated. I have a printout from long ago of the email that I sent. And uh, yeah, I wish I had it with me. It's in storage, <laughs> but it literally is like, I'm from Hawaii. I'm a triplet. I have a girlfriend, you know, I was telling them, I was basically feeling like I was Oprah Brown. I felt like my story was so inspirational because I came up from a foster home. And then all of a sudden, here I am at Rutgers University, you know, like chasing my dreams and all this stuff. So I felt like at that time, as a 21 year old student, I felt like I had a lot of my story to tell. And so I felt like this was like the perfect platform to get my story out there. I think a lot of people that go on row where they're looking for like fame and want to be in acting and all this stuff. And for me, I honestly just wanted to share my story. Not even joking. <laughs> and I was real, you know, like when, when you're on a show and everybody's talking to you, you notice sometimes they're not talking to you. They're talking to the camera. But for mm. me, I was always talking to the person mm. I was talking to. I wasn't, you know, cause like people would change the way that they would, talk or they would like not smoke a cigarette on camera or they would you know do certain things just to look a certain way and I guess the reason why I guess people kind of gravitated to me was because I was completely 110 percent transparent well I'm shaking my head and I'm I'm just like in the proving of what you're saying Beth I mean 
that is our pet peeve as a reality star that's trying to be genuine when someone's doing something just for the record, just for the camera. They would never have done that in a normal circumstance. They would never have been themselves. I think that's why Beth and I love you so much, Ruthie, is you're genuine. We knew that you were the real thing. And you can, I mean, when you watch reality shows, can't you spot the posers really easily? I mean, yeah, nowadays, you know, it's like, even worse, because I started working in production. And then I realized that our show was the only one that was actually not scripted, because they'd be scripting people's interviews. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, why don't you just let them answer questions and speak for themselves? And they're basically feeding lines. And I'm like, this is odd. So everybody thinks that the road was scripted. And I keep telling people it wasn't, and they don't really believe me. I'm not sure that it isn't now. I mean, Beth, the homecoming was way different for us when two years ago, as opposed to 30 years ago. Oh, I think it was totally different. I mean, you know, it was, it was different producers. I mean, Buna Murray did produce it, but the, the actual producers that were there doing the day to day were not the original producers. From no, the world. they are definitely, they were definitely not, not from your homecoming, like the challenge, even they don't script us, you know, it's like, no, but a lot of shows nowadays, even going to a restaurant, anything they do is all scripted. But I haven't been on a challenge in a very long time, but you all have. As a matter of fact, I, I think it's important to point out when they when they first started to advertise the All-Stars and they had this spinning helmet like the real world the, or the challenge All-Stars is coming. It was it was actually Beth and Ruthie. Your all's names were on the helmet. The whole cast. Was I was actually going to mention that when you guys oh, were doing the intro. So cool. <laughs> so cool. Because it, because there was only th that was the first ad to come out for the yeah. for the All-Stars one. And. It was me, Beth, Cyrus, Trishel, Mark, and I think Eric. Yeah. I mean, you guys, you guys both are iconic and synonymous with the challenge. And so just to put your all's names on the helmet when they clearly didn't put everyone's makes you think that, um, you know, I'm in a company of big challenge stars right now. It was supposed to be also Eric Neeson there. I don't know what happened. Maybe you can ask him when you do a podcast with him because he would have loved Argentina. That was I a really, really beautiful experience. You know what I, I mean? He a, like he had a passport issue. He had had he had COVID on his homecoming, and he, I think he had a passport issue and couldn't get there. Is what I heard. But I guess the universe just just wasn't the right time for him. <laughs> but Beth, <laughs> if, didn't you tell if me he wanted to do it, I don't even know if he wanted to, but he would have loved it because it was a whole different. It was a whole different. We're we're old school. It wasn't like those when you watch the challenge. It was kind of crazy, and you're like, "What are these fools doing?" You know. <laughs> I mean, we'd be acting like fools, but not like that. Beth told me that they would ask you on the challenge, hey, you guys walk out in this order and you stand on the platform and, you know, show you where to stand. So it's it's semi-staged. Like back in the early real world days, it was never anything like that. But What's not telling you what to say, though. You know, they don't tell you what to say. They don't they don't like orchestrate your interview. They just ask you questions. And of course, as an OG, you kind of know where the question is going and, you know, what they want from you. So you can kind of. You're kind of like seasoned in that as far as knowing, you know, how to navigate through an interview. But when we were kids in, in the real world, they just ask you a question and you just trust the process. You don't really know about editing and all this other stuff that's going on. Well, thank you for trusting um, our process, Ruthie. We're going to go to a commercial break and we'll be right back with Ruthie, Queen OG from the real world and the challenge shows. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. 
Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash Pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash Pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash Pantheon. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Okay, we're back. Getting real with John and Beth and our special guest, Ruthie from the real world Hawaii and the challenge shows. <laughs> so what are we talking about today, guys? What would you like to talk about? What, what would you like? What would you like the world to know about Ruthie? You've had some changes. You've, you've relocated. What's your passion? What, what are you doing nowadays when you're not training to be on the next challenge? Train, well, well, I'm not training, you know, in actuality, when they tell me about a challenge, at least I'll train for a month before it because I'm kind of like a prodigy. <laughs> Ruthie, I want to know what, what was the first challenge that you did? Uh, I did a battle of sexes one in Jamaica. And then how many challenges have you done? Because you took a break before you did the challenge all stars, correct? Um, I didn't do very much. I just did. Uh, Battle Six is one, two, Gauntlet, two, Duel Two, and All Stars. So like five. So when you got that call to do the challenge All Stars, what was that? What was that like? I actually got told about it the summer before. Asked if I was available, possible, put together OGs. You know, we want OGs. Remember that movement? And so I kind of got a heads up about it. So I just started hiking. 
a lot in California, you know, just in case. Uh, and then when I finally got the phone call, I knew I had like a little bit over a month or so, like, you know, because they basically, that's what they do. They leave you hanging. They call you. They're like, I don't know, whatever. And you're like, whatever. I literally said, I wouldn't cry if I wasn't on it, but I would love to do it because it's a bunch of old school people, the OGs, you know, so I knew it would be a better experience. And when I finally got the, the call call and said, yeah, you're definitely on, I, I was like, all right, fine. You know, gyms are closed and everything. So I'm going to the playgrounds all over L.A. I, I literally was playing like hot spot lava, trying not to touch the ground, crawling all over the place. I, I was like hiking and, you know, because the challenge, you just never know what kind of things are going to put you through. I mean, nobody knows you're supposed to hang from punching bag over a lake. You know what I mean? Like. Sometimes I'd be doing weird stuff at the gym and people are like, look at me weird. But I'm like, you know, what if I had to do some kind of weird, I don't know, this muscle that I never use. So basically before the All-Stars, the gyms were closed. So I was literally using public playgrounds that were not supposed to be, you know, used. And I was just running around basically MacGyverisms when it comes to working out. <laughs> I had a great time with you on the All-Stars. I mean, I thought it was... uh Nice to be reunited with everybody and talk, maybe talk about some unfinished business with a couple people, rekindle, yeah. rekindle old friendships. Um, so you and you and Anissa go back a long ways, correct? Yes. Yeah. We're like we're like sisters that fight. Yeah. <laughs> we saw we saw what was it like the most memorable scene of you? on the all-stars was you just fighting with Anissa. What was that about? Oh, when I told her to go yourself. Yeah. <laughs> was that the exact wording? Okay. Yeah. Basically. yeah wh what had she done? A lot of things. The problem with the interviews was that they couldn't, they didn't have footage of things that happened on the plane or things that happened in, in the shuttle, you know, on the bus when, when we're on our way to uh, either, you know, the challenges or the eliminations or whatever. And so they couldn't really collaborate because they weren't filming. They stopped filming a lot of, you know, you know how it is. They stopped filming. Beth knows they don't film in the buses anymore. So basically they just had to take pieces and this and that in order to kind of complete the story. But the fans were kind of left at a loss because they didn't understand where this, uh, where this, you know, where my anger was coming from. It kind of looked like it came out of nowhere. Anissa tried to blame it on me, you know, being drunk or whatever, which is complete bullshit. Um, and I'm not talking shit about Anissa either. It was just that she literally called me out on the plane and said she was coming after me. And Janae, I turned to Janae and I said, you heard that, right? And then she's like, oh, and then Anissa's like, no, nah, that's my girl. And I was like, oh, so we're already starting. I was like, we haven't even landed in Argentina yet. And you're saying you're coming for me. So later she apologized when we were actually in Argentina that they didn't show that, even though that was on camera. And, you know, basically I was saying like, you know, if we want to make it to the end or if you want to make it to the end, like we, we can work together, you know? Apparently they tried to gun for me on the first elimination for no fucking reason. Like all these stupid shit, you know? And I just kind of was like, I don't know about you, but I'm making it to the final. <laughs> so, you know, there's you a lot of things that were going on. Oh, definitely. You know, like you even do? when Arisa, Arisa, Arisa got booted and you know how people are superstitious and they want to sit on their beds because they're like, oh, if you sit on their bed, like because they got eliminated. And I was sitting on Arisa's bed. I'm like, I even said it again. I'm like, I don't know about you guys, but I might get to a final. <laughs> maybe I'll see you there. Maybe I won't. <laughs> um, but that yeah, I, I don't have. I don't have any hard feelings against Anissa. It was like, the thing is, it's a one-time thing here and there, whenever we squabble, whatever, but whenever she needs me, like I'll, I'll definitely be there. 
you know, there was some controversy that was happening while this All Stars was airing. And I called Anissa and I was like, you know, asking her how she was doing. And, you know, people don't know that about me, you know. And then when I told another cast member that I talked to Anissa, they're like, you talked to her? And I'm like, you think we're just like hate each other? I don't know how she feels, but there was some shit going down. And I just want to make sure that she was okay and how should we proceed? And I, she was like, maybe we should just kind of like let it blow over. And I was like, a good idea. Let's let it blow over. Let's not put attention to the shit. So I love yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, people don't, people don't realize people that watch the show just don't realize that things happen off camera. And so when they see us get all the time arguments, they have no idea what's going on. Like where did, yeah, like, why is she from? so crazy? <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, you have no idea. Yeah. There's a lot of shit that led up to this point. (laughs) Exactly. So Ruthie, if you got a call to do another challenge, all stars, would you do it? I don't know. I don't know. Everybody wants to see you back on Ruthie. Everybody. You're an, that's the only reason why I did all stars one was because I did challenge mania in New York and all the fans were like, you need to do one. You need to do one. And they were coming up with all this old school paraphernalia, like, real world Hawaii books and all this stuff. And I was like, where the hell you guys, you guys kept this stuff. And they were like in pristine condition too. And they were like, please, 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 please do another challenge. And I was like, you know what, if I ever do another challenge, it would only be because you guys would keep asking me and I'm doing it for you guys. And secondly, to see what I, if I still got it, you know, um, I'll always the, the goal is to make it to the final. And once you're there, it's all up to you. Uh, but yeah, I definitely, I did the challenge all-stars for the fans. Now no I've been doubt. told Ruthie that, that you, uh, you help train other people psychologically to be on these shows, even when you're not cast, but you've been encouraging some, some other friends to, and you know, some, yeah, there's only to- one person that I completely trained and it was John A. And she ended up winning twice in a row. She completely severed and stopped talking to me. Well, you um, should train me. I need trained then. <laughs> I should have made her sign like, you know, like a contract before she went on before I trained her. But I didn't just train her like, you know, like to tell her like, you know, different things. Cause I ended up after I got off All Stars One, I ended up going on Paramount Plus and watching as many challenges as I could because I didn't keep up with the challenges. And so I kind of like all of a sudden had an epiphany, you know, like, oh my God, like seeing the bigger picture is what I mean. And that's kind of the way that I think. And so I was doing my research by watching the challenges. And I ended up talking to uh, Beth. Beth knows this. I talked to Beth. I didn't train Beth, but I was talking to Janae. She's probably taking notes. She probably has a big old notebook notebook somewhere. (laughs) And then I literally was talking to her all the way up to she was in Mexico. I think it was Cancun. I'm not sure. I did all the weather checks and everything. And and I I was like, I think you're going to be in Mexico most likely probably Cancun, because if they filmed there before, it's easier for them to film. So I was like guessing locations and everything based on all these things and what they were told to pack. But what um, would you tell her? Just, like if you're preparing her, what, what kind of strategy would you Why tell her? would I say that now? <laughs> okay, I mean, because it's over with. And, and Well, she know. doesn't have to share the strategy, but I mean, I can tell you, I remember when Ruthie was training John A. because. Yeah. Like, no, I would be because because I would call her and she'd be like, oh, I'm trained. I'm training John A. And I'm like, really? Why? Why are you doing that? She's like, I'll call you later. Hold on. Yeah. And (laughs) she literally talked to her for hours and hours and hours. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why are you training her so much? Why do you care so much? Well, I mean, give an example. (laughs) Give a vague example of what you would say. 
There are no vague examples. These are actual strategies, obviously proven to work because you saw it's not a fluke. She won twice in a row. Okay, I want to hear some of these secrets right after we take this break. And we're back with Ruthie on Getting Real with John and Beth. She's going to tell us some challenge secrets, strategies that she gave to John A to win the challenge, which I don't even think John A is even saying, yeah, Ruthie, help me. Has she acknowledged this? Yeah, no, she doesn't Has acknowledge, she acknowledge it this help. But I know that Ruthie was helping her, okay? Because I would call Ruthie Kelly, and she'd too. be on the phone with her <laughs> like for hours and hours and hours. Give us, okay, give us so a few things you Ruthie, told her. All right. So basically one thing I can tell you is that I had told her, like, get me the list of the people that you think are going. We're going to do a psychological background in each one. That's really, really important. Psychological, exactly. So when you looked at the list and you saw the guys, what did you tell her? What did you tell her about the guys? Well, there's this one Well, she didn't know most of the people because she's kind of a young and she wasn't supposed to be an OG in the first place. She just took over for she took over for Jasmine, I think, because Jasmine couldn't make it to All Stars one. So Jane was Jasmine's replacement into All Stars in Argentina. And so when we went down the list, we were looking at to see, like, is Bananas going to be there? Who's going to be there? All these people. And I was like, OK, who's the alpha? And I said, there's this guy. His name is MJ. He's super Southern. If Bananas isn't there, then MJ is going to probably have his chest out. So maybe you should link up with MJ and, and all these other things. If you see what happens on the challenge, which I did not watch, but of course I heard about, I, I just couldn't bring myself to watch it because I know, I know what happens. I watched like half of the first episode and I just, I was like so annoyed. I was like, this won't even talk to me, won't call me. Didn't even, she told me she would call me as soon as she got off the challenge. Didn't do any of that. I'm not talking shit, by the way. I'm just speaking facts. So we went through each person on the psychological profile because every single challenge is different. If there's a strategy that you have to understand, a strategy is to understand everyone that you know is going and always be ready to pivot. And that's just one aspect. Okay. Um, and, and then, okay, so what are some other tips you would give her for the, for the challenge? Oh, man, I, I don't want to say, like, honestly. Well, well, some that were obvious that she did on the show, like, you were my favorite, that kind of stuff. <laughs> my God, I love you. You're my one. favorite. And like people were going to hate me for this one. But I did see like the first episode, like half of it. I told her if Tina's there, like definitely get out, get on her good side. You know, Tina's definitely one of those people. I, I love Tina and her passion. I know that I talked yeah. about Tina with Beth and I'm Beth on, is I'm like, you know what, you know what she said to me? And I was Beth. like, listen, listen, <laughs> but Tina is definitely a person you want to, you know, you want to get in there. And when I saw the first episode, all stars, and I saw John A go up to Tina and she was like, Oh, like to total kiss ass. I'm like, Oh my God, she's overdoing it. <laughs> Beth, like literally, I'm cringing as I watch it because I'm like, oh, she's like Janae, like she was, she was a little bit overdoing it a little bit, but I know that, I know that bitch takes notes. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, there's anybody that, that you can train that will be like a sponge that will take everything in and actually do what you say, like a coach's dream. It's Janae, not even joking. I bet you she has like a notebook full of notes of all the shit that I told her. And it worked because obviously these things, these things, the way that I saw the challenge as I watched the challenge and then put it together in my head made me the perfect coach for the next time. You know what I mean? And so instead of me going in the next time, because I wasn't invited, 
I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll help my friends. And one of the people that I really like, you know, felt like would really take all this in was John A. Well, we want to play a little, we want to play a little game with you, Ruthie. If you were going to compile a real world cast of all of the cast members from any real world or challenge, and they were going to be your roommates. Oh, shoot. Yep. Yeah, who would you choose, Ruthie? Who would you choose? Who would you can be make your, your own real-world cast. Who would you choose oh to live God. with you in a house for a new real-world experiment? We'll have to come. Why didn't you ask me that yesterday so I'd be ready? <laughs> your camera ready. You're ready. This is real. This is real. Ready, this Ruthie. is getting You're real. Prepared. We didn't want you to be well, able to plan this out. This is getting real. To mind. Yeah, things things have changed. Things have oh. changed. My pers- my perspective. If you were to ask me um, last year shall I say the year before? And then now it's okay. a whole different cast. <laughs> now I really got to think about it because I had, I probably had an answer for you before. Now I don't. Do you remember that show? Uh, what was it called? Where, where it was like called the surreal life when the, they had all these people on there, like Shell, I think was on a season when they would take all these people Vanilla that used to reality shows. Vanilla yeah, Ice yeah, was yeah. on it. Tammy Faye. I remember that. Yeah. One. I remember Brat was on it and they were like, yeah, like these. What what is that? Who's that band that was like? There was this guy from one of one of the band. He was like uh, the shape of an L on her forehead. You know that song? Well, anyway, he was he was yeah. Also, hey now you're an Is that Smash Mouth? Yeah, he was yeah. on yeah. that. The lead Smash singer. Mouth. He just yeah, passed away. I met him. I met. No way, really. Yeah, he just passed away. He just passed away like less than just a week saw ago. It. Yeah, I just saw that oh, he just passed away. Whoa, I cannot yeah. keep up with this. Um, yeah, he, I think he, he was on it. The brat was on it, and then the brat just didn't want to. She was like, they were saying like, this is for B list celebrities, you know, to another chance on the show on, on reality TV. And brat was like, I'm not a B list celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> But I was like, like, that's a fun experience, you know, like a couple so, weeks so who, with a bunch of other people. So who's, I, who's, I don't your cast? Ne- who's your roommates? I don't think I would necessarily do from necessarily real world and challenge. I would do it like surreal life. No, no, I want no, 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 no. You got to pick. No, no, no. You yeah. have to pick from the real world. It's our game. And, and I'm making the rules <laughs> here. Okay. And my rules and John rules. Our rules <laughs> are you have to pick people only from the real world. Who would they be? Okay. Um. I don't know. Honestly, oh, I don't really on. know. Okay, let's start. Let's start with your Hawaii season. Would there be any from your Hawaii season that you would? Oh pick? yeah, definitely. Okay, I would who? definitely put Tech in there. Tech. I want Colin to come out of the woodworks, but he doesn't want to do homecoming. Amaya is a lot more funny and and laid back now, so definitely she. Well, she's she, good. I well, would, you've named three. Yeah, I would love to. I would love to have her on there. Okay. Uh, that's from my show. Right. Uh, maybe from other shows. I don't know. I mean, maybe somebody you do a podcast with. I mean, I don't. Oh, like like you and Beth. <laughs> uh, yeah. What about what about me and Beth? Could we be your roommates? <laughs> oh, you know, I definitely always have fun with you guys. But literally, that, that like things that was a that was a that was a pivot is what we call that answer. I I don't really know. To oh, be I, honest. I totally get it, Ruthie. So. He's trying to tell me that I wouldn't be in your top seven, but like maybe if somebody ended up getting kicked out, then maybe I. No, we just have you. What you're trying to tell me? We'll just have you on the show as a villain. (laughs) Oh yeah, she can be. She can be a villain. Yeah, Yeah. there's a definite distinction between Beth on the Real World and Beth on the Challenge. 
Beth on a real and Beth, world. And oh, Beth yeah. in real life also. <laughs> okay. How in real life is she dead? You, How am I different in real life, Ruthie? I want to hear this. How am I different? Let's, let's well, it's real. because you know I'm my I'm a mom. You see that side of me. They no, don't no, no, no. Yeah. Now, but anyway, now, Beth, go on. You tell This her. is not cable news. John, you have to let John, the guest answer. John is like, let Ruthie answer it. <laughs> yeah, let Ruthie answer it. Well, Beth, Beth, do you remember? This is not like Beth like now, but like I remember on in Trinidad and Tobago, for example, Gauntlet 2, I think it was, that we were on. Right, Beth? You were on there with me? I think it was Gauntlet 2 in Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember her coming up to me and she's like, so this is Beth on a challenge. I heard that blah, blah, blah said blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Mm. Well. <laughs> like, that's Beth because she's always trying to like, you know, back in the day, mm. Beth would be like mm. scheming, you know, and, and she's like, I'm not scheming. I'm just trying to help you. <laughs> well, I got news for you, Ruthie. That's also Beth on the real world. And that's Beth <laughs> in real life. So <laughs> you said they were different. They're not. That's that. That is Beth across the I heard. Yeah. But There's a couple of times. There's and a couple of times I'd be like, if you're not going to tell me who it is, then don't tell me like yeah, I well, most of the time okay. most of the time she hadn't heard anything she wishes she had heard yeah, something yeah, yeah. she's going to pass it she's that's that's best strategy i don't know what you got with you know training john a and strategy but best strategy yeah. is hey this didn't happen but i'm gonna say it happened and then we're gonna roll with it there's a lot of those things that i was talking to john a about because she didn't know about how people behaved on different challenges but if you actually can read between the lines and you can actually watch the show and not actually watch it as it's happening but watch what's actually happening underneath. If you can decipher, then you can actually navigate through a challenge because you have to actually understand how people work. We're talking to Ruthie, the icon of the real world on MTV, the challenge on MTV and Paramount Plus, a good friend of ours. We're going to be right back with her as we continue to get real. Okay, and we're back getting real with John and Beth with our special guest, the legendary, iconic, Ruthie from the real world Hawaii and the challenge shows. We were just talking to Ruthie. We were just talking to Ruthie about who she would want to live with in a real world house, picking only real world people. Basically no one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's saying no one, but I have a list. You want to hear my list, Ruthie? Oh yes. I want to hear I your do. list. Um. So, so, so this is my list. I would want Eric niece, Cyrus tech, John for the girls. I would want Ruthie, Laura, Tammy, and Trishel with me. Wait, wait, wait. Tammy who? <laughs> Tammy! Our roommate You would Tammy. not choose Tammy. You're I, on, would, on crack. I would You're choose Tammy. Holy I would choose cow. Tammy. I would. I was, I was about to say I would live in that house. And then you just went like cattywampus at the end. No, no, what no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. What's cattywampus? What is yeah. cattywampus? It's like, it's like she was on course. <laughs> it was great. Listen. I'm a southern. Wait, wait. How do you spell that? I'm going to write this down. Caddy. You, you need to use that. You need to use that term. How do you spell so that? You, you were great. I don't know, but you were doing so well, and then you just went. Sorry, like, guys. You went caddy wampus. Okay. Caddy so I chose I chose Tammy, but under the guise of like we'd all have to live on we'd all have to live in the house with the same rules, right? We'd all have to. You, be, you, you know why she chose Tammy? Because Beth loves drama. <laughs> We gotta have Tammy in the house. Come on! <laughs> oh, I don't no. know. We did it. We did it twice, and and it was. Well, I'll it tell was... you what. Uh, one of the one of the best things that did happen. I mean, there was a lot of craziness from our from our reunion, but you know, I went in there saying, you know what, I want to reconnect with everyone, and that included Tammy because we lived together for six months, and I hardly knew her. I thought she was fake and phony, 
And my opinion of her has definitely changed. And um, was your show really be, six months? Yeah, we lived together for six months. It was 22 weeks. Ours was five months, almost five months now. And then after I just got it, it started getting slower, yeah. shorter and shorter after that. Yeah. I think Road Australia, they think they kicked him out of the house after a month. They're like, we got our footage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they decided after hours that 22 weeks was too long. And so they shortened it back to 15 weeks. And then I'm not sure where it went from there. I was but... loving it. I was like, I got to spend like how many months back home in Hawaii? You know, like it was it was awesome. Ruthie, is, oh, there, look, is there anything that you would tell your your younger self now, looking back? Um, yeah, ease up on the drinkage. <laughs> ease up on the drinkage, okay. Other than that, no, not not really, because what my experience was my experience. You know, that's who I was at the time. A lot of people kind of you know judge people from their original shows, and when I first did my first challenge. Even cast members wouldn't even pick me because they thought I was just some party animal who wasn't athletic and couldn't really do anything. And by the third mission, they all wanted to be my partner because I just could not stop winning. You know what I mean? I was like, you guys, like literally I was the last girl, you know, when you're kicking the dirt, last girl for dodgeball and you're just like everybody. And then I had to be partners with the only girl left, which was Veronica. And I was like, don't worry, girl. And then we ended up winning third place. And every time after that, I was I was always first over the girls. So I never, ever had to see, you know, like any kind of close to elimination being eliminated because it was all by score. And even most of the guys couldn't beat me on most of the missions. So I was untouchable. But in the beginning of my first challenge, I remember I was with Beth and remember me, you and Cyrus, we were like cruising around L.A., we used to get sponsored. I remember they got us like Skechers and Chinese laundry. And we're like, oh, all this cool stuff that we can bring to the challenge. And Cyrus is like, yeah, girl, pack for three days because you're a rookie. You ain't going to last long. And I was like, what? I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I was like, I want to stay the whole time. And I did. Made it to a final and everything on my first challenge. But I guess that was the whole thing was like, if you're new, you're probably not going to last long. I'm like, you have not met me yet. Well, I mean, look, you're fearless. You're not afraid to do anything. So mm -hmm. I think you're you're a perfect person to be on the challenge because you'll just you'll just do it. I mean, you don't care what the situation is, you know, bugs. You'll eat anything. You'll I, I went into a fucking tank full of like 200 snakes and I didn't even trip. You know why? Because I just turn into a different person once they blow that horn. It's like, it's like literally even in Argentina, right? I'm looking up at the mountain in the final and they're like, oh, you have to run all the way up this mountain. I'm like, really? As soon as the horn blows, I'm like, gotta go. <laughs> Ruthie, what would you and say so your most valuable experience has been in, in all of the, the real worlds and all of the challenges, everything you've done on reality TV? What, what is the one thing that you're just like, wow, it was all worth it because of that moment or that event? As far as the challenges go, it's accomplishment, you know, just challenging yourself, because at the end of the day, you're not really going against the other people. You're kind of going against yourself, because a lot of times the only person that gets you out of it or quits or complains or yells or whatever the fuck is happening is you. You're your biggest enemy. And I think that people don't realize even seasoned veterans don't realize that every second counts. And when you see people fighting with their own teammates and then you realize that the other team won by like seconds, you're like, that's that shit that you just never got through your head. Every second counts and you complaining and being mad or whatever the hell you're doing is not productive. <laughs> but yeah, you awesome. want to know a secret though? 
I'm not afraid of anything, but I'm deathly afraid of heights only in my dreams. In your dreams. In real life, you're not afraid. Oh, deathly afraid. In my dreams. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. You know, like, and I'm like, I wake up, I'm sweating. And then I realize I'm not afraid of heights. Wow. So Ruthie, what what kind of weird? I have a question. What kind of music are you into right now? Um... A little bit of hip hop, easy hip hop, some alternative. Um, not really a lot of stuff on the radio. The radio kind of sucks. It's always the same stuff. Do you ever like listen to the radio and you're like, shut up, and you have to change it because it's like the same shit. And you're like, shut up. So if you could, if you um, could just go on, uh, go on like a streaming service <laughs> besides John Brennan's <clears throat> brand new music, <laughs> Alabama, Tennessee, Kentucky, or get or. Oh, true story. Oh, I listen, uh, I listen to country too. I listen to country too. There you go. You were listening to a lot of Bob Marley when I was hanging with you in California one time. It all depends on my mood. You know, like I listen to everything. The only thing I don't listen to is jazz. Okay. Yeah. Cause it, it all depends on my mood. Like if I'm out and about, you know, like hanging out with people, like I want to hear some hip hop. I want to dance, you know? If I'm like chilling or doing something or playing music out loud, you know, maybe I'll have lovely day playing. You know, maybe I'll put on some slow Rihanna. I like her slow songs better. Oh, Rihanna, nice. Um, maybe I'll put on some some Eminem because he's my favorite. You know, I like Bazzy. Bazzy's cool. He's like kind of like hip hop, easy R and B type. I love listening to Bazzy. So your number um, one all time favorite is Eminem. Yeah, he's and I got to meet him too at the Detroit airport. Um, but yeah, Were you in his music video? Didn't he have a bunch of real world folks in his music no, video? No, and I have a complaint to file because I'm his number one on from the shows. And then it was Cyrus, Julie. Who else was in there? Uh, Cyrus, Julie, and somebody else was in there. This looks Puck? Like a thing. Was he in there? Yeah, this looks like a job for me. You know, that's all. Everybody. Um, yeah, so it was all them. And I was, I was a little Jay. I was happy for them, but I was like, I actually, I did get to meet him though before that okay so. that's awesome mm-hmm. did he know who you were how did, how did no no his bodyguard this big black dude named naz not the naz rapper his name was naz but it was a different dude and he was this big bodyguard and they were as they passed me at the detroit airport he passed me three times like the first time i thought i lost my chance to meet eminem the second time i was like oh my god i was talking on the phone with my friend she's like what is wrong with you like you really just had eminem pass you and he passed me a third time i literally just like put the phone away real quick and just step right in front of Eminem and said, hi. Cause I knew it was my last chance. And I, I got to take a picture with him and everything. And I told, I got to have a conversation. I told him, I love the way you rhyme within a rhyme to the next rhyme and the rhymes inside the rhyme match the one right before. And you're still telling a story. I'm like, you're genius. I love it. Nice. Well, maybe if Eminem is doing a, a video in the future, maybe he'll consider putting you in his next video. I know, right? I wish he would come out with some more stuff. Like he does here and there, but like it ain't the same. But yeah, I met a lot of really, really cool people. But crazy part is that when you're on a show like Real World back in the day, that was like the first reality show. So a lot of people were huge fans of the show. I mean, I met Destiny's Child, the Grammys, you know, when they were still like more than three. Like I was like meeting up with Buster Rhymes. I was hanging out at the clubs with Dr. Dre. Like P. Diddy was like, I want to meet you, you know? That one, I floated over to him because he like part of the crowd. Cyrus was there. I think you were there too. It yeah, was at I was Dublin. there when we, 
Yeah, when we saw P. Diddy. Uh, and everybody I ran up to John Diddy. And, yeah, and then he parted the crowd because he was like, I'm not even interested. And he pointed at me. And I was like, I like literally turned around like, who, me? <laughs> and I kind of like floated over to him, you know? Yeah, Rod Stewart he, was and, there. Carson yeah, Bailey, every, Kid Rock. That was a wild Yeah, wild Kid Rock party. was so down to earth. You guys were there at yeah. the Dublin. That was, was that night, cool. the free Grammy party. That was the place to be. Yeah. Um, every time there was like a pre-Grammy party, you know, it's, it's either the Clive Davis or wherever everybody's going to be. That's where we were at. And because the Robo kids were like, you know, everybody's favorite, you guys were there too. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. It was so fun. Well, Ruthie, it was yeah. always fun. You are, you are definitely our favorite and thank we love you Ruthie. so much. For we, and I love you guys too. Real. We love you so <laughs> much and look forward to seeing you in the future on some challenge shows and we'd love for you to come back again, Ruthie. I would only do it if the fans want to be back, to be oh, honest. Oh yeah. <laughs> I really don't care anymore. It's it's fun, but you know, there's too much drama with Brina Murray. It's like whatever. I did it for the fans. Yeah. So uh Ruthie, thanks so much for being with us on Getting Real. We're so glad you're one of our favorite guests that we've had and we were super excited about having you. I know all the listeners want to follow you on Instagram at Ruthie World. Follow at Beth's Real World. Follow the podcast at Getting Real with John and Beth. And follow me at johnbrennan.com. On, all on Instagram. We're on TikTok and all the stuff. And we just mostly want to say thanks for tuning in. We can't wait for you to hear our next episode. Keep it real. Peace out. Kentucky sunshine blonde She didn't have to search For a young man's love And he stole her heart away Struggling to make their dreams come true She worked so he could wear the blue one day And serve his fellow man An American dream only they could understand True story the news and how each day they twist the truth away about the country that he
You've been listening to Getting Real with John and Beth on the Pantheon Podcast Network. Executive produced by Christian Swain and Peter Firioli. Edited by Michael DeVestia. Produced by Lindley Ehrlich. Hosted by Beth Delarchek and John Brennan. Be sure to follow us on social media on Instagram and TikTok. You can follow Beth at Best Real World and follow John at johnbrennan.com. Also, follow the podcast on Instagram at Getting Real with John and Beth. Until next time, keep it real. Beth! It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.